0: So afternoon, family, and welcome to the Total Auto Show on 97.3 City FM, Motoring Education for Trouble Free Motoring. I'm your host, Eddie Poku. Um, today, we're going to have a very great session. Um, the Auto Show is brought to you by Total, Total Quartz 9000 Future. Join the Total Nation Movement today. Is your car overheating? Is your mechanic telling you that you have to take out the thermostat? Why is that? If the temperature gauge on your car is not working, what other ways can you tell that your car is overheating? We answer these questions and more today on the Total Auto Show. Please send your questions ahead via our WhatsApp line 054 9 The auto show is very interactive. You can also call into the show 0302 973 Or 0302 Keep your questions coming.
1: <laughs> Charlie,
0: check this. You not feel out? <laughs> The sound of this engine, music to my ears. I
1: love you. <laughs>
0: but you check your engine oil engine. Ah, I always tell you at a check. I've told you I only use Total Quartz engine oils. With this age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger. For Sit down, let me tell you more. Total so... Quartz has introduced a new one, self. I remember, Quartz 9000 Future 0W20, right? Thank you! It's made mainly for the latest generation engines. Quartz Future 0W20, it did ensure excellent engine protection and cleanliness while reducing your fuel consumption, so it saves save money. The eh. Quartz nation movement took Mr. Omani, Rogozon and Bobo Nyele all ten Quartz ambassadors now. You there, there. Master, straight to the nearest Total Filling Station. Total Quartz, keep your engine younger for longer. Can't touch this. Total Quartz, keep your engine younger for longer so that you can enjoy all your investment. Welcome back to the show. Today, I have with me in the studio, Mr. Gerald Dubate. Yes, Gerald makes a living fixing, fixing cooling issues. his outfit aptly named auto chill (laughs) we've been having a great discussion in the studio this afternoon about auto chill today we are talking about the cooling system of your car and uh, Gerald is going to give us a lot of insights this is not the first time we're talking about cooling but we are going to take a totally different perspective to cooling Gerald welcome to the auto show Uh, and uh i think um happy new year is yes <laughs> yes, yes yes first time in <laughs> first time you're having yes. a live show all right all right um, um let's talk about um our cooling systems um, what constitutes the cooling system
1: of a car well um the engine mm-hmm. is, is is actually um purely made of metals mm-hmm. and various kinds of metals mm-hmm. and when the engine is in operation mm-hmm it tends to heat up, okay. so there is a need for us to cool it. Since certain components uh, are bound to expand when heated up, and then they have uh, what you call operational tolerances, okay. so they need to stay within that. Mm-hmm. So there is a need for the engines to be cool. Um, we have three types of coolings mm-hmm. for the engine. We have air,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we have um, oil, and then we have what we call um, the coolant. Okay, so m- means um, what is used to cool the engine? To cool the engine. Okay, so uh, head oil and coolant. coolant. Okay, and so um, basically, when we talk about engine cooling, mm-hmm. two things come in mind: the air cool, and then the liquid cool type of. So I'll talk about the air cool. The air cool only is when you have the air blowing over the engine, mm-hmm. over the cylinder heads, and the rest. And uh, if you can remember, many, many, many years ago, we had vehicles like that. The Apotroka. Yes, the Beatles. <laughs> and it was quite a success. But now the a rarity. Mm-hmm. Liquid cool is what is in vogue. Mm-hmm. And most modern cars use that. Yeah, I'm not cutting you short, but if um, the
0: Beatles with their... Um, Air cooled engines were so successful. Why have we um, migrated or changed to liquid cooling?
1: Which, um, uh, well, they were not too successful. Okay. Uh, we had problems with them. Okay. You see, um, when it comes to air cooling, mm-hmm. I believe that the Beatles, you know, they had fins fitted in the engine compartment to trap air and the rest. Mm-hmm. When that gets in, then the airflow becomes a problem. Okay. And then also, this is my personal view. Mm-hmm. At the time when we had the Beatles, the world wasn't this warm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have a lot of vehicles around and emissions. Traffic, traffic congestion and all that. And then I hadn't driven the Beetle before. I just know the way they are constructed, okay. you see. Mm-hmm. And so if the airwaves get blocks then there are problems Mm -hmm. you see so i believe that engineers realize look let's start designing engines that we can use liquid cooled system Mm -hmm. when you have the liquid cool systems Mm -hmm. the air comes in but what happens is um you have these exchanges Mm -hmm. the liquid goes in comes out through the radiator the fan is there you have the impellers in the water pump doing their work And they turn out to be more efficient. And also for emission purposes. Okay. You see, So we install thermostat, we install coolant uh, temperature sensors, and all these come together to make sure that the engine is operating optimally through the various temperature range. Okay. And I keep saying, if your engine is sub-cooling, then you have a problem. It's the same way if the engine is overheating. Okay. So there's something known as... Sub-cooling? yeah. sub-cooling. When your, your temperature gauge hardly rises. Okay. Means your, your engine is not coming to the, up to the proper temperature. Operating temperature. Good, good, good. You good, see? Good. Yes. So uh, even when you are living in Finland, mm-hmm. your engine will still need to heat up. Mm-hmm. Because that is the way they are designed. Okay. But it's when they overheat, that is when the trouble begins. Okay. And so there are various components. We have the radiator, we have the water pump, we have the engine cooling fans, the hoses, the thermo valves, and all. All these things are designed to make sure that at any point in time, the engine performance, so far as cooling mm-hmm. is, is, is concerned, is optimal.
0: Okay. So is it possible for engines to be so cold that they can't work?
1: Uh, well, yes, yes, yes. But, but not around here. Of course, No, <laughs> not, not around, around here. here but so minus 30 yes. degrees. Mm-hmm. That is why we have the term antifreeze. Mm-hmm. You see, so that the coolant will not solidify. Okay, so we'll get to talk about that one too soon. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that is why we have thermal valves. So what happens is that on a normal day, so outside temperature is, let's say, minus 10 degrees mm-hmm. in certain parts of the U.S. now, mm-hmm. and you start the engine, the thermal valve, Blocks the flow of the coolant. That's the same as the, what we call the thermostat. Yeah, the, 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 the thermostat. So mm-hmm. it blocks the flow. And then, after a while, if the, if the engine temperature gets to operating temperatures, then it opens. Okay, so if you say it blocks or the, thermo, the thermostat or thermowalve
0: closes, it means that the coolant does not go through the radiator. Yes. It just cycles through the engine? Sure. Okay, 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 okay. The
1: main intention Mm -hmm. is to keep the engine warm.
0: Okay. So the engine has to be warm, but it doesn't have to be overheating. It it doesn't have to be overheating.
1: Great, so an optimal temperature range. Yes. And then there are different designs, there are different operating temperatures. But then I think that um, normally between 75 degrees Two hundred degrees is acceptable. It's acceptable. Okay. All
0: right. Uh, w- what are some of the main components of a of a liquid cooled engine? The system,
1: the cooling system of a liquid cooled engine. What are the main components? Uh, yeah, that's what I said. We have the radiator. The radiator, and then we have the engine cooling fan. Yeah, fan. We have some of them have um, the expansion tank. Mm-hmm. Not forgetting the pressure cap. Okay. The, the
0: impeller
1: is a cover okay and then the hoses mm-hmm. the impeller in the water pump water pump impeller. and what is normally overlooked the heater core okay that warms up the passengers mm-hmm. in, in case it's cold outside okay they all form part of the cooling system okay. and then you have the engine water jacket Okay. This are passageway around the engine block mm-hmm. that the coolant goes around. Okay. And you see, it is very interesting that sometimes when engines overheat, mm-hmm. they may have good working radiators, they may have the water pump and everything, but then the water jacket is probably blocked. Blocked, okay. With rust. Mm-hmm. And this can mm-hmm. make an engine overheat. Okay. So normally as engine agents, we ask the owners once in a while have it flashed, okay especially the water jacket
0: okay so um when you talk about having the uh, the engine block flashed or this engine flashed
1: wh- what does it entail oh it's just like um you see the passageways mm-hmm. so you just flash they put in an equipment and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, some time of steam mm-hmm. it goes round they are setting uh flushing uh, chemicals mm-hmm. and then it, it brings out all the the okay. rust. So basically blowing through the system sure. and pushing all the
0: debris of the rust and everything out.
1: And then they will do the same thing for the radiators. Okay. And then they do for the heater core. You know the heater core is the one under the dash. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they do that. The hoses are also clean. Mm-hmm. And in this way then there is easy flow okay. of coolant. Okay. okay. W-
0: what are the components in, the, in this system that we can classify as consumables?
1: Consumable in this, because of the, uh, the coolant? The coolant. The coolant. Okay. Uh, most manufacturers recommend that uh, mm-hmm. after two years you need to replace the coolant. Okay. So that is the consumable. Okay. Yes. The V
0: belts. Some some cars have the impeller or the water pump mm-hmm. being turned by the belt. By the belt. Yes. So in this case, it means
1: that that also has to be looked at. I mean. Yes. Yes. Um. Um. You see, when the belts wear you have to replace them. And then some water pumps mm-hmm. are actually in the engines. Oh, okay. So they come with um, engine repair work, like you are changing your timing belt, you need to, to, to replace the water pump. Oh, okay. Because if you don't, and they begin to leak, it will leak onto your timing belt, mm-hmm. and then you may get a timing belt uh, failure. Yeah. And that comes with a very huge cost. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So I always recommend that read the owner's manual. Follow the manufacturer's recommendation. At a particular mileage, do what is required. Mm -hmm. But if for a reason or two, the vehicle is used in what I may call harsh conditions, then you can reduce the time. Okay. So instead of two years, then you may probably do one and a half years. Okay.
0: Because sometimes people say that, okay, here in Ghana, we have a lot of dust and we have a lot of bad roads. So... Sometimes some of the things that maybe are supposed to be done at maybe 10,000, 50,000, then you should. do them at okay, 5,000.
1: 5, yeah, okay. Yes, because you get debt coming on the belts. Z mm-hmm. um, belts are becoming slightly obsolete. You, okay. We all know. Yeah. Now we all use the The chain. The, the, when it comes to the drive beds, yes, yes. yes, we are using the rib belts. The rib belts, yes. yes so, and then you know, because of our row, sometimes we lose what we call the sound damper, what, uh, sound protector, mm-hmm. but the real name is sound damper. Mm-hmm. When you lose that, you have debt coming in. And these debt settle on on the surfaces of the belts, Mm -hmm. And then they may not last longer. So, um, it behoves on you, the owner. It behoves on you, the repair tech, Mm -hmm. to keep checking these things anytime you have to do service. Mm -hmm. Yes. Also, some of the engine farms... Not the electric, the engine fans, the viscous ones. The ones that run off the crank of the engine. Of the engine. Some of them may also lose the viscosity in them. Mm -hmm. And so they may not run as designed. And then you may realize that the cooling effect for the engine is not optimal. And all these things will need to be checked. Mm -hmm. To be honest, the cooling system, in my opinion... Is the most important part of vehicle maintenance. When neglected, you're going to lose your biggest um, investment, the engine. Yeah. Engine will begin to misbehave in traffic. Temperatures will begin to sell. Fuel consumption will go up. Mm -hmm. And all will be due to the engine cooling system when it becomes compromised and it's not working well. Okay.
0: All right. So um, we've talked about the consumables, we've talked about the components of um, the cooling system, but what are the issues that usually come up and how um,
1: do um, drivers and uh, uh, um, make out some of these issues? that come up okay with the cooling system mm-hmm. so uh, then then in this case let's take them one by one yeah, yes, so, yes, so, yes, so, yes, so yes. let me see the radiator good the radiator is a heat exchanger mm-hmm. what okay. it does is that the coolant flows through the radiator okay. and then from the engine it comes through there then the heat is dissipated okay now the radiator apart from the coolant flowing through it <laughs> also is cooled by air okay and this air is provided by the mm-hmm. engine fans be it electric or manual Okay. And then when you are driving, we have what you call rame. Rame hits the front of the car through the grills to cool the radiator. So if the radiator becomes dirty mm-hmm. externally, mm-hmm. air flow becomes poor. poor. You see, certain vehicles, by the way they are designed, may have the temperature gauge not being in the middle. Some of them are slightly below the middle. Mm-hmm. The day you see it go to the middle, then there's something there's wrong. Something wrong. So when you have the dirt in front, that is number one. Mm -hmm. When you have the viscous fan not working well, that is number two. When the radiator begins to be dirty inside, Mm -hmm. it it, it actually doesn't enhance flow Mm -hmm. of the coolant. Another thing that is mostly overlooked, when it comes to replacement of radiators, Mm -hmm. you see radiators by design are supposed to be Um, what I may call um, vehicle engine capacity specific. Mm -hmm. So if you drive, if you have an engine which is 3.5 liter, Liter. the radiator should be for that capacity of engine. Mm -hmm. And in replacing, sometimes because radiators appear to look the same, you may put in the one for Mm 2.4 and then you begin to have problems. When you realize that the horses are becoming slightly harder than normal, I mean, the turgidity level is up. Then there is a, a problem. The big, the bigger hoses, they don't actually block. Mm-hmm. But we have smaller hoses that may block. And when this happens, then the engine okay, temperature. so the hoses, mm-hmm.
0: when they become too hard, it's not good. No. When it becomes too soft too, it is not good. Sure. Because I've actually seen one
1: you know, blow up like a balloon. And what makes it blow up? Restriction. Okay. Either the radiator is clogged, mm-hmm. either the thermal valve is refused to open up, mm-hmm. either the speed of the fan is, is slow. Oh, okay. Yes. So it's not moving the water as as as... You yes. see, dissipation is very poor. Okay. And then you may have these issues. Okay. You see... And sometimes when the water pump begins to fail, you see we have an impeller in the water pump mm-hmm. and the impeller can wear. Mm-hmm. When it wears, what happens is that in driving around town, everything looks fine till probably you hit the freeway or you are speeding, mm-hmm. then temperature begins mm-hmm. to, to rise to rise. Then you can tell that you see, So the impellers are more like paddles. Okay. So now you are speeding, they need to paddle more, mm-hmm. and the ability not to paddle will not make the coolant circulate. Mm-hmm. And then there will be problems okay
0: talking about the water pump or the impellers <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um some you mentioned earlier that they are um worked in two main ways mm-hmm. either mechanically that means it's been driven by the belt or um timing chain yes. or gear driven yes then we also have the electronic ones sure. a lot of time people say that the electronic ones are not uh,
1: durable but why do you think it was switching? <laughs> no. I think, every, every, you know, when vehicles are, are manufactured, mm-hmm. they go through quality control. Okay. Everything is made, at least for a particular period of time. Mm-hmm. But you see, external influences make them fail. Okay. Let's say that you, you keep using water instead of coolants. Mm-hmm. Water will aid in rusting, mm-hmm. and it's going to affect your electric pump. Okay. Yes. And in certain vehicles of German descent, mm-hmm. they have auxiliary water pumps. Oh, okay. So they have the main water pump and they have electric auxiliary water pump and they have run-on water pumps such that in very cold weathers. You turn off the engine and they run on a bit just to push water to the heater mm-hmm. for the passenger uh, comfort. Mm-hmm. So all these things are actually put in the vehicle system mm-hmm. To make sure that the engine doesn't overheat. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, um, so um, we we you mentioned water, and coolant. Okay, I mean in generally we, we all we, we know where we stand concerning these two. Yes. But uh, expandate a little bit on that since today we are our focus is on the radiator. Let's expandate a bit on on. Or let's talk a bit more on uh, water and. Uh, um, sometimes you hear people use terms like antifreeze. These days you even have some products tagged as temperate weather coolants. Coolant, yes. Okay. Yes. Then we have water. Okay. Sure. So and then we have
1: coolant plus
0: water. Yes, coolant plus water. Yes. Where
1: you can add water.
0: Okay. In the
1: given proportion. Yeah, okay. So those ones you mix them up. You mix them up. Okay. So tell us and about them. And then you have the pure coolants. Mm-hmm. So, like I keep saying, just look at what is recommended for your vehicle. Mm-hmm. When you look in the owner's manual, it is there. Whether you have to use the mixture or the pure coolants, I have seen some coolants manufactured in Germany. Mm-hmm. And they are like glycerin. Yeah. And these coolants are for high performance engines. Engines. And so when you put them in, you are sure that this can... You see, coolant, what it does is that, apart from the cooling effect, it lubricates the water pump. Mm -hmm. The the water pump, they have seals in them, Mm -hmm. and so the coolant lubricates them. Water doesn't have that property of lubricating. Mm -hmm. Now, water will boil at 100 Mm -hmm. degrees Celsius. So if you use water... And even depending on the quality, it might be lower. It might be lower. Mm -hmm. And then the heat exchange... Will be poor. Mm-hmm. That is why the manufacturer says coolants. and we always say liquid cooled engines. Mm-hmm. So when basically when we say the coolant, it means that it's a specially
0: formulated fluid or liquid. So yeah, fluid. Yes, That yes, is used yes, to chemicali- cool the engine
1: formuli- yes. of a car. Sure. Okay. So what the coolant does is that it takes out the heat. Mm-hmm. You see, so it, it makes it possible for the engine not to overheat. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay just that sometimes we tend to come across certain brands mm-hmm. that are inferior oh, okay sometimes yeah. I wonder whether they are even coolant mm-hmm. they look more like colored water yeah you see so it's always good to buy the quality ones and the one designed for your vehicle oh, okay. okay yes okay.
0: all right um talking about uh, um, um uh, the water mm-hmm. okay so it means that the water has no place at all in the in the engine of a car well
1: uh, yes yes the only place for water is for the wiper, wiper wash. wash. <laughs> <laughs> and even that one, we have chemicals for that. Yes, yes, yes. yes. These days, you see products on
0: the market. Yes, so I so know. The total the, has and then products, they clean
1: yeah. the jets. Okay. Water doesn't clean the jets well, so mm-hmm. they clean the jets. Yes. Okay. Wow, wonderful. Right, let's go
0: back to the radiator. Okay. okay. Yes. Um, so you already talked about flashing uh, the radiator. The radiator. Um, do we have recommendation for that also in the user manual of a car? Yes, they do. They and do. Okay, and if the radiator is um, failing, what are the signs? You already mentioned that sometimes the, the, the front part of the radiator gets blocked with debris and uh, dust. Yes. So you go, you don't have the ram air effect. Yes. Apart from that, what else can fail on the radiator? Uh,
1: when radiators begin to fail, mm-hmm. hoses become slightly... Mm -hmm. Number one, after some driving, when you pop the hood open, you realize that the temperature in the engine compartment is a little higher than normal, normal. which means that as a driver, you should be
0: so conversant with your car that if the temperature in the uh, front part of your car is
1: above normal, you should be able to feel it. That is it, because we're saying that heat is a form of energy mm-hmm. that can be sensed mm-hmm. by a change in temperature in temperature. Mm-hmm. You see so the moment you begin to see that no that, I mean after driving for some time, uh, maybe I've driven for only four minutes, mm-hmm. and then it's, it's hotter than normal. you need to check mm-hmm. now, when the radiator is also failing, um, you realize that the radiator gets hotter than normal. normal? Mm-hmm. In worst case scenario, you may even see cracks beginning to appear on the radiator.
0: radiator.
1: It may begin to leak a bit. And that tells you that, no, this radiator is going. And I must add this. I was telling a couple of guys yesterday that when radiators fail and you need to replace them, replace the hoses as well. Because before the radiator actually fails, a lot of the beating. Is taken by the hoses. Okay, you see, and they may probably have very small cracks in them that you may not see. Okay, and then one day, one of them may burst. So I recommend that that should be done. Now, another thing also about radiators, I've already spoken about the capacity, mm-hmm. which is very key. Mm-hmm. Many years ago, we had certain brand of vehicles in Ghana that were from Europe. Mm-hmm. And and then they had their Japanese counterparts. So anytime I kept telling people, please let's go and buy the radiators from the, the one from the Japanese mm-hmm. aspect because they are bigger. Mm-hmm. The European ones are very small. Mm-hmm. And when radiators begin to fail, one of the casualties is your air conditioner. Okay. Once you realize you are in traffic and the air conditioner begins not to work very well, the efficiency goes down then you may then there is a problem with your engine cooling system. Okay yes the modern cars are equipped with safety components Mm -hmm. that may sometime cut out the operation of the ac AC. compressor Mm -hmm. when temperatures get to a certain level to a certain level
0: okay so those are there sometimes you have especially those who have older cars you have the gauge itself not working yes Okay. So, if the gauge is not working, you've already mentioned that sometimes, uh, you know, the general temperature around the engine compartment becomes hot. But that would mean that you can only sense it if you are stopped and you are around the engine compartment. Sure. But what about if you are driving?
1: What yeah. are some of the yes, things? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes, when engine begins to overheat, mm-hmm. you see steam. Mm-hmm. You may also smell, not, not, not a burning. Scent, but more like when you are ironing your clothing and then the temperature down. It, yes, it yes, yes, it dampened. Up. Yes, it comes up, okay. and also the vehicle may not, uh, the, the engine may not run smoothly. Mm-hmm. The engine may not run, smoothly. you might, you may feel some stalling mm-hmm. that tells you and that the, there's something wrong. The, the,
0: the power wrong. to reduces, right, yes, the, the car pow- doesn't. As my the the way it? you want
1: it yeah, to. Okay. The, the, right. yeah. It's struggling. I mean, like, I mean, you can't run on a hot day, feeling very hot uphill. You faint. Okay. So All that's right. what the engine goes through.
0: Okay. Let's go. I have a few questions. Say please, I use a Toyota Yaris 2010 model.
1: How do I know the engine overheats? When the engine overheats, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. he should, he show. Some of the Yaris, mm-hmm. they don't have a temperature gauge. But when the engine overheats, they have, the red they have a light they have a, li- they have a the, light. The light. The red light comes on. When you start the car and the engine is cold, it's blue. Blue. And then when, when it, you have a problem, the red one comes red. on. So so he should check. Mm-hmm. Once if he doesn't see the red one, mm-hmm. then but then with this scenario, mm-hmm. how do you know if the bulb for the red is gone? Yes, that's a question. That <laughs> yes. is why I asked the previous question. Yes. So, because once in a while, he he should, after driving for some time, you should pop the hood open to check. Mm-hmm. If you see anything unusual, then it means... I mean, personally,
0: I don't, like re- I don't like relying on the gauges too much. They can feel. So, I've trained myself to smell and also to see if the car is not pulling as it should. Sure. Because I found out that a lot of times when the car is not pulling as it should. One of the main time immediately you put your eye, you, 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 you cross your eye to the temperature gauge, you realize that it is it's climbing up. up. And, and in the worst cases, you may hear the clatter. Yes, yes, yes. That is true. You hear the clapping yes, of they, the they, yes, yeah.
1: Yes, somebody might say, oh, is the timing and all that. Yeah. That's but, true, but you know that
0: diesel cars by nature have a clapping. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you want to <laughs> get me on the diesel one, <laughs> I know. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> that, 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 that's what we have, de- we have deferred it to another time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Joe Biney from um, North West says, I use a 2013 um, Kia Optima um the us version can you suggest any recommended coolant i can use for my car we've been talking about that one it's all yes, about the but, manual, but eh?
1: because uh, because um, um the 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 last time i i checked with the dealership mm-hmm.
0: for kia optima for,
1: yeah for kia optima they have them in stock
0: okay so the dealer has them in
1: stock. Yeah, they they have them in stock. Okay, they have. But
0: I, I realize that dealers in Ghana normally don't like the US spec cars. You know, because they didn't bring them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think the normal the, the number one place to check is is a user manual. Is the user manual? The user manual. Yes. And, and and once you know the specs,
1: you can go to yes. the dealer. So it will give you all the fluid recommendations, the capacities, and everything.
0: Well, I, I also realize that there are a lot of fake products on, on the market. After yeah, there are lots. There are lots. We we have to do something about that. Yes. All right. So um, let's take an, another question. It says hello, um, Eddie. I have a Toyota Fortuna. The mileage is now reads a uh, hundred thousand five hundred and seventy two. Yeah, that's Toyota for you. I bought it brand new. It is in good shape. Or I. Or should I sell it <laughs> now that the sound of the engine has changed? <laughs> Francis Interma, over 100,000, should he sell it?
1: Well, a Fortuna is an SUV. Mm-hmm. 100,000 though, I mean, if the sound of the engine has changed, did you find out why? Yeah. Did you find out why? And you see, um, one
0: thing um, 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 listeners and car owners should note is that there are milestones in the mileage of a car sure. that some significant servicing has to be done sure i know for example the americans usually run away from cars that, that are hitting hundred thousand because a lot of big maintenance things have yes to be done that's around when that you time. have to
1: check your but sensors. It, yes, you have to do
0: this you yeah, have to do that but yes. if the car is in very good shape and you are not ready to buy a new car and you really really like it you yes. know, y- you, you can, can just carry out that cost and the car will save you some more because you're talking about a Toyota Fortuna here, yeah. Which these cars which can, can last easily go 500,000 yes, miles when yes. they are maintained well. But I mean, if you have you feel the need, you can also um, sell it on, it will benefit somebody else too, <laughs> yes. And then somebody is
1: saying that uh, the blue colored until free school and okay, the level so drop, and I need to top it about But what I bought is red. I, the color doesn't really matter. It's about the specifications. It's about the specification. Yes. Yes. It's about the specification. But then sometimes uh, manufacturers say you don't have to mix them.
0: Yes. Yeah, so so he, we need so, to so know so the. So Francis is asking if uh, he can mix and does he pose any risk? It's about the specification.
1: Sure. And then I want to answer Francis. Mm-hmm. Once the coolant level drops, there is a leak somewhere. Okay.
0: All right. Okay. Um. Total Petroleum Ghana um, has received uh, many, many, many awards. And recent time, we received the award for Brand of the Year at the Ghana Oil and Gas Awards. Also, we won the award for Lubricant of the Year and Marketing Campaign of the Year. All these awards uh, we would not have chalked them if it was not because of you, our valued customers, and your unwavering trust and loyalty to the Total brand. We just want to say I equal to you all and also to our service station staff, whose hard work and dedication has earned us these awards. Thank you for making us number one. Keep choosing, total, committed to better energy. All right. Um, Alpha. Yeah. Alpha from Temai says, good evening. I use a Nissan Rogue 2008 model. It uses coolant. But recently, when you are driving, you feel heat coming inside the car from the engine especially when the car is not moving what can be the problem
1: um heat coming into, into the, the, ca- the the passenger compartment of the car yes he should try this he should turn on the recirculation button okay so
0: um can you describe the recirc? the one that has the, the the car sign the car sign with some arrow yes inside he should turn it, yes yeah, yeah yes 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 <laughs> yeah he should turn it on
1: yeah and then and then C. What, what is the
0: advantage deep? or or disadvantage of the resec? I normally drive with the resec on.
1: Uh, that the advantage is enormous. Um, when you turn the resec on, mm-hmm. then the air is circulated within, within the company. when you have the AC mm-hmm. on, it means that it's the passenger compartment that is cool. Mm-hmm. If you turn it off, Then you have air coming from the outside, and so the compressor has to work harder Mm -hmm. and longer
0: to keep. So it's like um, driving with the. uh, Like it's like driving and wanting to
1: cool the whole area, (laughs) or having your windows open and using the AC. Okay. And then the number two thing is that you get dust coming, Mm -hmm. so you may be changing your cabin air filter uh, more frequently. And if you don't have that, you may have dust settle on the evaporator fins that will affect the AC. Cooling efficiency, so I normally advise that you turn on the recirculation, even when you don't, when you are know not using the equation. Okay, yes. all right, okay. So, um,
0: good. All right. So, um, his issue, w- what can be caused? So, apart from the Yeah, resec- the
1: heat, yeah apart from the recirculation, the heat coming in. You see, earlier on, I mentioned the heater core. Sometimes people take out
0: the those insulation, you know. Uh, um, um, um how do you call them
1: yes i've seen the insulation material mm-hmm. in, on, on the firewall and the heat shields and the heat shield and so then you can get the heat coming mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. but if you begin to get heat coming in when you are when you are in traffic mm-hmm. he should begin to, he should let somebody check what the um the engine fans are working the rogue is equipped with two mm-hmm. sometimes one will go off and then you only have one working. Okay. The, engine, you may not, the, the engine may not experience overheating, <laughs> but they, it, it will get slightly hotter oh, okay. than normal. Then number two, the Rogue fans, they run on two speeds. So probably the low speed is gone off. Oh, okay. So um, the, the high speed kicks in only after a long while. Oh, okay. You should have somebody check it out. All right. Okay. So up here in Kofori, I see, my car
0: came with coolant, green in color. Do I have to top up, change it, or add water to it? Please advise me.
1: You don't top up when the level is normal. Mm -hmm. Yes. And if it goes down, then there is a leak. Okay. It's pretty simple. Mm -hmm. Yes. And one thing thing is this. You see, it's a fluid, (laughs) so it expands. And you have the expansion tank that has the max... The levels, mm-hmm. the max, and then the minimum. Mm-hmm. If it's in the middle, don't top up. Just leave it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Till it gets to the minimum. Till it gets or it gets below the minimum. Okay. So once it gets to the minimum, you should know that there is
0: something serious. Then no. there's something serious. Is so, it possible to have cars that is, uh, um, cars that um, normally or uh, it's it's normal for them to you know lose fluid maybe for maybe extended? Yeah, we thought
1: it was possible until recent time. We realized that. Coolant is now beginning to leak into the engine combustion chambers. Oh, okay, but then you may not experience engine overheating. Oh, okay. Yes, partly bent head gasket oh, create okay. that phenomenon, okay. and the vehicle drives fine. That means the car has overheated before. Yes, but then you may not see any. Yes, you may not change. see any change. But the only thing is that you keep topping up For coolant. Every time you have to top up coolant. And so, when you're driving, when you have a vehicle and you start and in the morning you see a lot of water come from the tailpipe mm-hmm. and you think you've got the best engine in the world, mm-hmm. but then the only th- the, the, you keep topping up the coolant. Mm-hmm. Then it is your coolant that is coming through the tailpipe.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, so there's an addition to that question. It says, and that was um, by oh, your car is not moving. That's a design. The There's design rogue. He says, Please, I'm talking about when the AC is off.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That if the AC is off, then you should turn on the resec to see whether this phenomenon comes up again.
0: Okay, 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 okay. All right. All right. Talking about the radiator, we talked about the problems with the radiator. I also experienced at one time there was. Tiny pinhole, and water was gushing out or was spewing out. Tiny, and you know it was spewing out onto the engine, and, and then evaporating. Evaporating. So you yes. never saw the. Mm-hmm. Can you leak. can you tell us a bit? What causes those
1: things, and how do we remedy it? Uh, that's what I'm saying. That um, when the radiator ages, when the engine temperature goes higher than normal, when the radiator ages, when the engine temperature goes up. Mm-hmm. That number. Okay. When you have restrictions in the flow of coolant, mm-hmm. you may have these phenomenon. Oh, okay. If you know s- these days we buy salvage vehicles a lot. Yes. Yeah. And they have problems in front. <laughs> if the radiator is not actually fixed well, these problems come up. Some of them, they put the radiator in, and then the engine cooling fans, the electric fans, are way, way. Uh, um, um, away from the, mm-hmm. the radiator, you may have that. You see, the radiator, it circulates hot coolant. Mm, okay. And it needs air to work well. Mm-hmm. If there is lack of air, then there is bound to be problem. Okay.
0: When you listed the components for the uh, cooling system,
1: um, I realized you left out the shroud the shroud, yes, yes, because a lot of cars these days have electric fans, so they come with a shroud. Yes. But some some of the vehicles have the shroud, and if you have broken shroud, it's not a good thing for your radiator. Okay. Yes. All right. Then the expansion tank. Yes, an expansion tank. The, the expansion tank it shouldn't be cracked. It should have the cover on. Mm-hmm. The hose from the expansion tank to the radiator should not be kinked. It should have free flow okay yes so expansion tank plays a very important role so far as engine cooling um, is concerned. concerned then
0: i realize that some vehicles when for any reason you drain the coolant and you refill it you will have to do what is called um, the bleeding the bleeding yes. yeah
1: because you have air pockets getting in okay so air gets trapped in in Okay. So so with the air pockets in it, then you have to get rid of that. And there are procedures. You okay. see there? Yes. Uh, yes. Some some vehicles have eight bleeding screws. Wow. Telling you, and then, then these vehicles have very expansive um, engine cooling system. Mm-hmm. Where they have the main engine cooling system, they have a sub, mm-hmm. and then they have the one for the heater. Mm-hmm. Yes, mostly um, these vehicles come with turbochargers. Okay. Yes, and the turbochargers also have coolers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In it addition, normally to o- oil cooling for the turbochargers, right? Yes, and they have coolers, mm-hmm. and then they also have uh, the, they have fans that cool the coolers. The, the interchanger. The, the yes. Yeah. The heat exchangers. Oh, okay. Wow. So you <laughs> can uh, see the elaborating put in just to make sure that the engine is comfortable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is a, a question that has, doesn't have to do with uh, it. Doesn't. It's not concerned with uh, with cooling. But um, let's just do justice to it. Um, this is from Max Inadenta. He says, "I drive a Toyota Rav Four, two thousand and three. I had a transmission problem, which led to changing the gearbox because it's not changing. Meaning, it's not changing gears. Mm-hmm. Now, um, the problem with the control board. I have a problem with the control board because the gear changes up to only third gear. I've tried more than five control boards, but problem still persist. Where can I get a quality control board, or can it be repaired? The question: How many gears has the two thousand and three Rav Four? <laughs> Rav Four could be four because that, four could gear, be four, so four, it's not. Four, it means not it means it's not going to overdrive gear. Yes, I don't. But, think But, it's but this problem,
1: gear. you see, with the Rav Four, mm-hmm. when. They are changing the transmission, and they don't take care. The raf 4 is two point four liter. Mm-hmm. It looks just like the one for the one point eight. So you should check what what was replaced. is actually the that one is the transmission. Yes, okay. the transmission. What is meant for his engine? Okay, that is number one. You see, transmission is driven by the engine. Yeah, there is something basically wrong with the engine operation, and that might be affecting the transmission. Okay. Uh, yes, I don't think it's to do with the ECU. I don't oh. think so. Okay. I don't think so. so it's 2003, a, a, 2003 RAV4 probably used the idling speed control valve. Okay. I'm sure it's stuck in one position. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Okay,
0: we've talked about the idle speed control valve
1: before. Yes, 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 yes. And mm-hmm. uh, because that one, uh, the 2003, they don't use a uh, throttle by wire. hmm Mm-hmm. It's by cable. cable. And then they have the idling speed control valve. Mm-hmm. So I believe that uh, it is the ideal speed control valve that has the problem.
0: All right. Uh, this is from Jonathan. He says, greetings to your guests in the studio. I once drove a turbo diesel which overheated. The engine cut off and wouldn't start until it cooled down. Why isn't this kind of protection system universal?
1: It is universal. Mm-hmm. All vehicles are equipped for um, safety mechanism that will slow or cut out the engine power when you have an overheated so But it's just that sometimes the operators, the drivers, we tend to overlook. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, engine begins to heat, the engine begins to stutter. It may not run well. Mm-hmm. You 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 smell st- steam, but you you still keep driving. Mm-hmm. Yes. But
0: I think that if the car cuts out in the middle of the highway, that that that's a hazard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, that is a hazard. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Good. Um can uh, you uh, uh, can you give us uh, your your contact? How do we um, reach you? Okay. So
1: mm-hmm. 0244 four, mm-hmm. 365 mm-hmm. 447. Okay. Are you on social media? <sighs> I have to get on one. I think <laughs> I think I think, I think, I think has a page. Okay. I've never been there before. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm being very honest. I know we have a page auto chill page all right guys so people go there and then they tell me but i've never i don't know even how it looks it's like for look sharp. <laughs> okay,
0: <I'll> look sharp. <laughs> all right um guys um uh, when we're talking about cooling total ghana has you covered okay so um just go to uh, any total um filling station just ask the experts over there that you 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 want good products for your vehicle they know which um coolant um, products is good for your car. They are very highly trained. They'll give you the very best treatment. Alright. Yeah, it's been a, a great show today. Um, thank you, Gerald. And also, I just want to say thank you to um, Danny Blue. And uh, we have a call who is a new member of the team. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, um, thank you for joining me on this show. Um, bye for now. I've been Eddie Poku. Bye-bye. <coughs>